Welcome to the Global Watch Prayer Podcast. Thank you for joining us as we build community in prayer to empower the church from local expressions to global connections. For more information and resources on the Global Watch, visit theglobalwatch.com. It is the 27th of March, 2023. It's three o'clock in Jerusalem time. And so we're on, because it's the third, I think it's the third Monday of the month, we are with the Scandinavian watch. And I will be just handing over to Karen and she will be leading this watch today. So welcome to Scandinavia onto the global watch. And we are so thankful to have you here for this next hour. So bless you all. Okay. Thank you. Yeah, so we just want to uh, thank you for you all who just join us. We feel the sobriety of what's happening. And so we have met as a team last week as Scandinavia Watch of what we feel at the time God wants to bring to this watch today. But it's only a matter of seconds and minutes that we have to be in tune with what the Lord is doing and with what the Lord is saying. And so it's almost like there is no predictability anymore with what we plan, right? And so now we just want to bring to you what right now we feel God is breathing on for us to focus on in prayer. And so the best place to bring us on to that place of perfect agreement with the Lord is for us to see what's on his heart right now with everything shaking in our realm, what is going on? in the unseen realm and so we just want to be in that place of adoration just really getting into that place of yes seeing our spirit into that perfect place where god has brought us all into our ascended place in heaven where we together with jesus who sits at the right hand of the father making intercession for us and giving us the groan of the spirit for us to align with what is going on in the heart of the Father, in their perspective, in their eternal perspective, to what is going on today, which we know is going to pass away. But uh, how do we connect the now to eternity? So we want to do that. And as we go up in our adoration, I just want to encourage you with three things about adoration. Number one, Adoration takes place when we, when we give our attention to God, right? So right now, this moment, we, all of us from across the globe, would like to give our attention to Him. Second, it is by giving our affection to Him. And then the third, it is really being in awe and wonder to who He is. And that's when adoration takes place so let's just bring into that look up to jesus and as we look up he's not far distant he is within you closer than your skin so as we look up by looking within christ jesus who is in us so let's do that as which leads us in prayer and then lord find us watching lord find us watching Lord, we seek your face, Lord. We want that reality. We want to step in the reality of Jesus right now, Lord. Find 
give ear, O shepherd of Israel. Psalm 80. You who lead Joseph like a flock. You who dwell between the cherubim shine forth. Before Ephraim, Benjamin, and Manasseh, stir up your strength and come and save us. Save Restore us, us O oh God. Lord, I'm just going to face the shine. Peter? No, and we shall be sure. saved. O oh Lord God of hosts, how long will you be angry against the prayer of your people? You have fed them with the bread of tears and given them tears to drink in great measure. You have made us a strife to our neighbors and our enemies laugh among themselves. Restore us, O God of hosts. Cause your face to shine and we shall be saved. You have brought a vine out of Egypt. You have cast out the nations and planted it. You prepared room for it and caused it to take deep root and it filled the land. The hills were covered with its shadow and the mighty cedars with its boughs. She sent out her boughs to the sea and her branches to the river. Why have you broken down her hedges so that all who pass by the way pluck her fruit? The boar out of the woods uproots it and the wild beasts of the field devours it. Return, we beseech you, O God of hosts. Look down from heaven and see, and visit this vine, and the vineyard which your right hand has planted, and the branch that you made strong for yourself. It is burned with fire, it is cut down. They perish at the rebuke of your countenance. Let your hands be upon the manna of your upon the man of your right hand, upon the son of, of man whom you made strong for yourself, then we will not turn back from you. Revive us and we will call upon your name. Restore us, O Lord God of hosts. Cause your face to shine and we shall be saved. Hallelujah. I feel a very heavy burden, honestly, about this watch. We all have seen the news of what's going on in Israel, and it's worse than we think. What is lacking? I think a lot of things are lacking, but what God has been stirring so much lately is a few words, but one word is priesthood. Priesthood. Priesthood is nothing to do with ourselves. It has everything to do with God. There's zero, zero zilch percent in it for me and you. And what I am observing within the body of Christ is that the church has no notion about priesthood. They think when you're Lutheran here in Norway, then you have a priest and, you know, it leads the worship or the service or it's Catholic and call him father or whatever, you know, it's. And <clears throat> lately we were in a meeting with Ebenezer and I was talking about priesthood as well. And then one of the fathers in the room said, but what is priesthood? And he was weeping because he felt the lack of fatherhood in his own life. And his children weren't walking with the Lord. And he was, and I said, I'm not going to answer you that question. You have to go search for it yourself. One of the things that I really feel that God is stirring in these days 
is that we want to be apostolic in nature, but you cannot be apostolic if it's not priesthood. If it's not priestly, it's not apostolic at all. If we don't break bread and drink the wine before the Lord, if we are not ministering unto the Lord first and then come on a watch, and I don't know about you guys, I can't see in your heart, but there's a massive leg within the prayer move movement. There's a lot of performance mentality. And I'm gonna just going to say it as I think what I see. Yeah, and you can forgive me later if I'm wrong, okay? But I'm trying to make a point here, is we need priesthood badly because it's not going to be our free that is going to bring the Jewish people into jealousy. It's going to be our priesthood. And what is lacking today in Israel is priesthood. There's a humanism, there's liberal, leftish, there's so much anarchy and disruption going on. And the question is, where are the priests? Because people are coming back. We are praying for the people to come back to the land of Israel and to take root there. And now we see this rebellion going on in the land and this anarchy where even the IDF refuses to go to service. What, what's wrong with that picture? And I'm like, oh God, where are we? Where's the body of Christ? Where's the ecclesia? Where the ecclesia says it's ecclesia, but the ecclesia should function from heaven and in heaven. And a lot of our prayers, and I'm watching a little bit what's going on the signal group, and it's an overload, like overdoses of information. And I don't know who can pray through that. No one can, honestly. And I am like, what is going on? We overload ourselves with burdens, and but start to pray in one burden and release it and release it and see that release before you go to the next point. And it might take weeks. I love what Mike Bickle is saying that in May, let's have a 21 day fast. But Israel is crumbling right now. There is destruction going on in Israel. And we are waiting till May, till we go on a 21 day fast or whatever fast. What the heck is wrong with us? We are reacting instead of responding to the Lord. There should be a response. There should be a first strike from the body of Christ. And the first strike comes from the priest in the land. And so I see the lack here in Norway. We just moved from the Netherlands to Norway to worship here in this room. It's not our house. We gave it all up. And God is highlighting priesthood in me. We talk about being sons, and we're talking about being daughters in the bride of Christ. But only a son can be a priest. And we pray about things. It's like talking about the engine of the car like a four-year-old, and the father won't even lend us his keys, and we think we can drive his car. And I really believe that we are in a season that we profoundly, first and foremost, should seek the Lord. And that you, that we would not dare to show up on a watch before we have ministered before the Lord. And I don't try to be judgmental. I try to stir something in the spirit. And that means that our spirits need to be awakened. And we need to have an encounter with a living Christ. That means that something needs to die. Priesthood is bloody. Read Leviticus. It's very bloody. It's gruesome. 
Something needs to die. Something needs to be sacrificed. And we have our example in Jesus Christ. But we're supposed to be living sacrifice, Romans 12, 1. And come before the Lord. That needs to be a dying of self before we can be resurrected. Because we need to be ascended. And we need to be not only justified, we need to be glorified in the heavenly places. We need to see the glory of Jesus before we can minister. We all want to be kings. Nobody wants to be a priest. We all want to be apostolic. We all want to have the prophet, blah, blah, blah. There's a lot of blah, blah, blah going on. But there's no real grit. There's not real revelation and illumination. That's coming from the inside out because the living Christ in us is moving and is stirring. We are oblivious. And what we are stirring here in Norway is the dualistic mindset. We have the Greek mindset. We need to repent, divorce that spirit, and walk in truly the Hebrew in the kingdom mindset where God is first and foremost, where we first see Jesus. And then Jesus, okay, come up here. I will show you what will take place. But we are reading it in the news. We should be signaled by Jesus. You guys, we guys, us, we need to be signaled by Jesus that we know what happens next. We know because we are in sync with the times of God. And the times of God starts in eternity. And so much of us, we are moved by time. We live within time. And we move within the times. And we even mess up our own times. But God wants to do a new thing. It's very ancient, actually. He wants to take us into the outback, just like Moses. And if need to be, 40 years. And 10 sheep. So we become shepherds. And only a shepherd can come become a true priest. The thing is, with the priest kills what the shepherd shepherds, right? And the shepherd loves his sheep. Sacrifice is very expensive. And what I'm learning right now in, in this season is that we have to wait upon the Lord. And there's such a lacking. We don't want to. We are scared of wasting time. And we waste time. If I would go through all the messages on Signal, I go nuts. I just shut it down. It's not working, guys. It's not working. Don't spend your energy on what is not needed. The Lord wants to highlight today is if we don't hear from him, we have no authority whatsoever. And we are the watchman on the wall for the nations. It's a global watch. It's a global watch. So globally, there needs to be a shift. I really believe that. Guys, can I stir up something with you guys? And you, can, you still have to love me afterwards, okay? Please, pick up. If needed, go tend the sheep. Go into the outback. Seek the Lord where he's found. Stop your busyness. I have met people since lockdown. They've been on Zooms all the time, like hours on hours on hours. And they think, well, we're doing a good job. No, you're not. You're supposed to first be before the Lord. And then you can come on a Zoom. And I, th I think this is so needed because we need prayers that have been birthed from heaven.
if we want to make impact for Israel, because this nonsense what's going on in Israel needs to stop. And if we think that that Israel is going to be okay anyway, because because God, then think again. The Arab nations around Israel right now, they believe because of their propaganda that there's a civil war going on in Israel, and they're sharpening their knives, and they are ready for a slaughter. They are ready for the slaughter. We are in the days of 1936, and maybe it's even 1939, when God woke up Reese Howells and said, I need to find a place of intercession. He was on fire for three years before the Second World War. And I believe we have three years. And I pray I it's not true. But the world is already burning it's already burning we only have not seen the flames yet and if you think it's not going to touch you think again because it's coming your way it's coming our way and we need to wake up real fast so we need to step into priesthood where it's when the lord speaks leviticus 8 first verse and the Lord spoke to Moses. Bam! And the Lord did what the, the Moses did what the Lord commanded him to do. I want to hear the commands. I want to hear the commands of the commander-in-chief, not the latest update. It's not working. I need to hear from God. You need to hear from God. So I just, I just throw it out there as a wake-up call. And I hope that you hear my heart because I'm desperate and I'm really passionate because they are my people. It says in Psalm 80, you know what? I wrote that song. It says, cause your face to shine on us. Cause your face to shine on us, not them. It's not the Jews. It's not the Israel over there far away show and we are in our place nice place of comfort but it says cause your face to shine on us when you when we are priests it's us and we shall be saved paul understood it lord blot me out of your book of life i love the passion of that man i want to meet that man when i go to heaven and i'm gonna i want to talk with him because he knew something about sacrifice. He was a true priest of the Lord. And the question is this, what are we going to do about it today? What are you going to do about it? So I just want to hold that also before the Lord. Lord, here we are. And Lord, we want to acknowledge and we want to repent of the fact, Lord, that there's such a lack of real, true priesthood. Father, we, we have been Many of us have been in the outback, and we have never understood why we were in the desert, because we thought it was not the right place to be. And we have no clue, Lord, that you're trying to teach us something. You're trying to teach us to become shepherds, and you're trying to teach us to become true priests. So, Father, we seek your face. We want to stand before you as priests of the Most High. If Jesus is our 
high priest according to the order of Melchizedek. And we are a royal priesthood according to Revelations 1. You bought us with your blood. It was with a price that you made us priests. It was with your blood that you made us a priesthood. And we have forgotten about it, Lord. Lord, I pray for the Global Watch today, Lord, that you will shake Global Watch to the core, that every place of comfort will become a place of discomfort, and that people will run out the door and seek your face like never before. So we will hear the instructions of the King of Kings when we pray, so we can do business. And Father, when we pray, Lord, within 24 hours, the whole thing shifts. That's the kind of prayers that we want to do. So Father, give us prayers also today, Lord. Father, I pray that the stirring that's going on in Israel, that you're gonna stop it right now. Father, we come before you in heaven, and we stand before you, and we plead on the blood of Yeshua, the Messiah, that the nation of Israel shall not be split in two. Lord, we have done prophetic acts, Lord, where we brought the sticks together. Joseph and Ephraim, bringing it together. And it seems that the opposite is happening. The enemy is contending with the prayers. And Lord, we say, no, Lord, we are contending. And where the enemy is contending, Lord, we contend even more, but from the place of rest. We do not pray from the earth. Lord, we pray from the perspective of your kingdom. We pray from your throne room. And we want to see and we want to agree with the prayers of Yeshua, our high priest. So, Father, today, Lord, we ask that you would redeem time. Lord, where the enemy is trying to destroy Israel and the army of Israel, the IDF, we pray, Lord God, that you stop this, that this be stopped. Father, I pray that all the mind control and the witchcraft that's going on through the media, that you wash it. Robo kikaramahatete in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. Karabatai siketete. Let's pray into this, guys. So, Karen? Yeah, so let's just uh, respond. I just remember around the same time last year that when we were reminded about Joshua 7, he said, You cannot stand against your enemies because of the defilement within your camp, Joshua 7, 13. And so the Lord's command and instruction was to consecrate. To be honest, the consecration is a daily thing. That's why I started with adoration, because it is when we give our affection to the Lord and the thing that may hinder our prayers from being heard. It is when we just continue to lay it down, lay it down before the Lord. It is that it's stirring in your heart. Just, yeah, sometimes the thing that God is waiting from us is often or often what is transforming in our hearts. And then the Lord can transform the things around us. And that's why he gave us from the Sermon of the Mount, 
Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. So when we become horizontal in our mindset and forget, so it's like we can even fast for 40 days, fast after fasting, as for after fasting, but nothing transforms in our hearts, then yeah. There is uh, no weight of authority to our prayers. We need that weight of authority that when we speak the word, the earth begins to tremble in our prayers, right? And so that's the essence of us seeking the Lord in this whole thing. And then, Lord, what areas of agreement do you want us to do right now with you? Petra, would you like to say something? You're praying, you're going to pray. Yes, I can just share something. Vita, before you started sharing, I had the impression that we are going through a heart puncture. And then when you shared, it really felt like that. And I think this is so good because it's so needed. It's so necessary that the water, which is blocking the heartbeat, the work of the heart, that this water comes out. And Father, I just want to pray into that, Lord. I want to pray that the body of Christ truly comes into this priesthood, in this heartbeat of the priesthood. And I also felt as if you have been on the journey this morning because we were talking about the shepherd and the priest. The shepherd tends the sheep and is gracious and wants to bring it up, but also the priesthood is slaughtering them and it is a lot of bloodiness involved there. And Father, I just pray that you will help us, that you will help us to do the right thing at the right time, Lord Jesus. Father, purge our hearts, Lord Jesus, purge it so that we can truly come into that priesthood mandate you have given us, not only individual, but also as the global watch, Lord Jesus. Father, you have given us so much, you have given us so many talents so many people are on this global watch and contributing with so precious things and precious details lord and i just thank you so much lord that you want us to come closer to you come closer to your heart and i praise you for that in jesus name amen just unmute yourself or if you could put your hands raised so i can call on you when you pray and let it be like us, because as priests, we stand before the Lord on behalf of the people. And so just even your own prayer can be that is the prayer that God is asking from the nations. So just we pray that prayer there. As we follow our high priest. That's the only reason that we have authority. He reconciled us with the Father because our sin separated us. We were cut off and deserved what he took upon himself. But he did it in something that, 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 that was really moved on my heart because I was, I, which I shared with the church to partner with in India. And we recognize the importance of communion, partaking of Lord's body and his blood. Do this remembrance of me. But in 1 Corinthians 11, it also says, as often as you do this, you're doing this in remembrance of my death. 
our high priest gave something that he had never experienced before. He'd never been separated by the father. He took so, he paid so great a price. It wasn't the nails of the Romans. It was our sin that separated him, that kept him on the cross. It was our sin that kept him there. And he paid that price, separated from the father. His death, we need to remember that because there's a price for love. And that's what he called us to do. And this, all this focus on, on the prophecy and all the rest. But Paul declares there's a better way. And that we be known for our love for one another. And there's a price for that love. Jesus paid it. We have to follow it. I want to pray into that. Heavenly Father. Almighty God. Holy who created the heavens and the earth, Father, that you have loved us with an everlasting love. A love that we can, can't even comprehend through your beloved son, our high priest, whose blood of God and of man was spilled for our sake. A price we could never pay. A debt he didn't know. Father, as the world burns, as the wickedness and darkness grows, chaos abounds. You are a God of order. You are not blind, nor are you deaf. Lord, your will be done. May we have a heart that burns with the spirit, Lord, in the love of God, willing to pay the price. For there is a price for love. Lord, may we go forth in the name of Yeshua HaMashiach. Lord, to proclaim the good news, the favorable day of the Lord, that day that it's coming. But for many, which will be a joy to those who know you at homecoming, but to those who don't, great, great pain. May we be a testimony of your love that all the more may be saved, Lord, and that Israel may have their eyes opened. But people have promised, Lord, that have their eyes opened and their ears un unclogged to see the love of God that they may burn with jealousy and turn. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Go ahead. Yes, I want to read Isaiah 59, 16 to 19. And he saw that there was no man and wondered that there was no intercessor. Therefore, his arm brought salvation unto him and his righteousness it sustained him. For he put on righteousness as a breastplate and an helmet of salvation upon his head. And he put on the garments of vengeance for clothing and was clad with seal as a cloak according to their deeds. According, he will repay fury to his adversaries, recompense to his enemies, to the islands he will repay recompense. So shall they fear the name of the Lord from the west and his glory from the rising of the sun. When the enemy shall come in like a flood, the spirit of the Lord shall lift up a standard against him. 
And Father, I thank you that Father asks you for endurance in our hearts, that we are steadfast, that we stand, that we keep standing, Father, when we declare something, that we hold it and we don't shrink back because you don't have pleasure on the ones that shrink back, that we stand and we keep standing on your word, Lord, the words that you give us, Lord, the words that we have spoken in situations. Father, and thank you that we, that we stand with you in Israel, Father. You say that you are the keeper of Israel. You don't sleep until you not slumber. Father, and we stand with Israel. We say the battle is the Lord and the victory is the Lord. We proclaim, Lord, that you will make your name known uh, to the enemy, but also to Israel and to all of us. You will show your arm is stretched out, Father, and we are standing with you. We are your bride. We are, we are accepted in the beloved, but your bride is a warrior bride. We are standing in the midst of the battle and we declare and we don't shrink back that the victory and the battle is the Lord in Israel and in our nations, Lord. It's your victory, Lord. You are laughing. The nations are yours. We declare, Jesus, you are the king of the nations. And Father, I ask you to help us by your Holy Spirit. Help us, Lord Jesus, um, Lord of hosts, to stand Help us to fight. Help us to stand with you out of this place of peace. But you say we shall give no rest to stand with Israel, your beloved. Father, help us, stir us up, Father, that we are praying. Father, teach us. You are the master intercessor. You are the warrior. But in this place of really of love with you, standing with you, with our beloved, with our bridegroom, help us and teach us and rise us up in our spirit that we may stand together and see your victory in every battle see the truth and see the reality what you are seeing lord the enemy is under your feet already defeated in heaven so lord jesus raise us up lord lift us up to stand on this rock and to declare your victory in the mighty name of jesus amen Go ahead, Hillary. Thank you. I want to stand in the gap for my people, Israel. I feel very broken before the Lord. I just heard from a brother who's just returned from Israel. The stress levels, the anger, the fear. Lord, you know what is going on in the hearts of your people who have been defiant against you. And I stand at the gap and I say, I am my people. Whatever way that we have broken covenant with you, whatever way we haven't heard your voice or maybe thought we have, but we've been listening to other voices or our soul. I want to stand in the gap for all this anger, all this hatred and bitterness that's just welling up after years and years of stress and all these governmental and not being able to put their trust or hope in people and yet not putting their trust and hope in you. And you say through David, we are to put our hope in you, Yahweh the Lord. 
And I just feel like Moses was standing in the gap when, Lord, you were going to strike your people. You'd had enough of them. And he reminded you and you said in Numbers that you would have mercy upon them. And I want to cry out for your mercy today, Father. We don't deserve your mercy, but for the sake of your name, for the sake of all these Arab nations around you as our brothers, just waiting to bring annihilation. Father, would you move? And you spoke to your people in Hosea 14. And you said, oh, Israel, return to me, Yahweh, your God. You've stumbled because of your iniquity. Take words with you and return to Yahweh and say to him. And I stand in the gap today and I say, Father, take away all our iniquity. Receive us graciously. For we will offer the sacrifices of our lips. And you ask them to not look anymore to Assyria. Assyria shall not save us. We will not ride on horses, nor will we say anymore that the work of our hands are God's. Father, forgive me and my people for idolatry, for the immorality that's going on in your holy land, for all the defilements, Lord. And they came to you. You want them to come to you and say, you are the father we are the fatherless and we find mercy in you father where there's this orphan spirit and i want to declare your promise if we just return to you with repentance and wholehearted sorrow and desire to be in covenant with you you say i will heal their backsliding i will love them freely for my anger has turned away from them and I will be like the dew to Israel. And he shall grow like the lily and lengthen his roots like Lebanon. His branches shall shed and spread and his beauty shall be like an olive tree, his fragrance like Lebanon. And those who dwell under his shadow shall return and they shall be revived like grain and grow like a vine. Their scent shall be as the wine of Lebanon. And Ephraim shall say, what have I to do any more with idols? So, Father, we cry out today for the idolatry, even of the IDF, putting all their hope in their strength and their army, that there would be such a radical turning as you're allowing all this shaking. And a mighty cry go up to you at this Passover. And to cry out to you, their God, for your deliverance as you delivered your people out of Egypt, that they might yet become a light to the nations and fulfill your call and destiny and give your name glory. And people will know surely as you deliver and rescue them, you are the holy God of Israel. I pray for this in Yeshua's precious name. Amen. Marie. Yeah, when we walked into this call, I saw like the priest, the breastplate of the high priest. And now I've been seeing it 
hanging over Jesus as he's hanging on the cross and the blood of Jesus is covering the breastplate and he is the only one who can bring this unity to the 12 tribes of Israel and nations and he says see your messiah so I speak see your messiah oh Israel see your messiah he is the only one who can unite you and his blood has been shed for your sins accept his offering for you and to the nations i want to read revelation 14 verse 6 to 13 the three angels then i saw another angel flying in midair and he had eternal gospel to proclaim to those who live on the earth to every nation tribe language and people he said in a loud voice fear god and i think this is a call for us in this time it's him we should fear and no one else above everything fear god and give him glory because the hour of his judgment has come worship him who made the heavens the earth the sea and the springs of water a second angel followed and said fall and fall on his babylon the great which made all the nations drink the maddening wine of her adulteries a third angel followed them and said in a loud voice, if anyone worships the beast and its image and receives its mark on their forehead and on their hand, they too will drink the wine of God's fury, which has been poured full strength into the cup of his wrath. They will be tormented with burning sulfur in the presence of the holy angels and of the lamb, and the smoke of their torment will rise forever and ever. There will be no rest day or night for those who worship the beast and its image or for anyone who receives the marks, the mark of its name. This calls for patience and endurance on the part of the people of God who keep his commands and remain faithful to Jesus. Let us be faithful to Jesus. Then I heard a voice from heaven say, write this. Blessed are the dead who die in the Lord from now on. Yes, says the spirit. They will rest from their labor for their deeds will follow them. Lord, we just come into this word also. Help us and teach us to fear you alone in this time. And may mm -hmm. reverence for you come upon us and upon all nations in Jesus' name. We don't have time anymore to just feel like we're supposed to have communion again, to be in that fellowship with the Lord. Communion is to become one with Him. And so I would just highly suggest that after you get out of this call, that you will yeah, take the communion, that we all do it independent of each other, to just give that gesture that we, as the Church of Jesus Christ, the Gentile Church, the yeah, messianic among us will really be in perfect agreement with the intercession of the high priest to the father today. So maybe we can just mute and pray the Lord's Prayer, all of us, in your language. Just do it in your language. And let's be in chorus of this agreement that the Lord teach us to pray. So unmute yourselves and let us pray this prayer as we close.
our Father who art in heaven, art in heaven. Father, hallowed be thy name, hallowed be thy kingdom, kingdom come, thy kingdom come, thy will, will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread, forgive us our debts, we forgive our trespasses, it is not into temptation, deliver us from me, thine is the kingdom and the power and the Amen. So thank you for staying in however the Lord leads you after you get out of this call. Stay in his presence. Okay, blessings, guys. Thank you. Shalom, shalom. Shalom, shalom. shalom, shalom. shalom, shalom. Thank you. Shalom. Thank you. Blessings. Thank you.